Good day, SRM Maastricht Student Radio Maastricht. Today we are joined by Jair, Jair from Tuna Maastricht, and and Jules from Tuna Maastricht. We also have Megan from Philia, and you have me, Kwesi, the host today, and we're going to talk about fraternities and sororities. So, gentlemen, when you hear the term sorority or fraternity, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Well, um, especially now with this week, the income is very prevalent, like new students coming in and uh, mostly students from abroad, so mm-hmm. uh, from other cities. So uh, they tend to join up with a certain fraternity and um, that way you get to know people, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I suppose there's also the topic of hazing, but... Um, yeah, definitely. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe we'll get to that later, but yeah. Yeah, meeting new people, uh, exploring and uh, taking a next step in, uh, I suppose, one's, one's life. Mm-hmm. And Megan, can you hear us? Because Megan is calling in. Megan? 
Well, I guess we lost her there. Um, basically, <laughs> sorry about that, listeners. But basically, um, when I hear fraternity or fraternity, I hear I also think of the same things that you're thinking. I also think of um, creating a bond with a group of people, basically for a lifetime. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I don't think a lot of people know the history of where fraternities or sororities um, originated from. Um, I think, I, after doing some research, I realized that it was originated in Greece. So it's like the Greek letters, um, alpha, beta, gamma, those those letters. Um, also, they call it um, the Greek letter association, no, organization, so GLOS. Mm-hmm. So they don't necessarily refer to, refer to it as a fraternities or sororities as well. Uh, do we have Megan back on the line? It's ringing, okay. Um, yeah, so basically with um, fraternities, as you just mentioned, there has been a lot of talk recent years about hazing. Yeah. And um, I definitely want to know, does the Tuna Association partake in any type of hazing? Well, um, not really the hazing that um, is uh, portrayed in the in the news, but we do have a, a like a way of bonding mm-hmm. um, for newcomers and people that have been in Intuna for a while mm-hmm. and we uh, um, we have like a, a hierarchy that we uh, follow so to mm-hmm. speak um, and they're all kind of I suppose soft rules mm-hmm. um, going about to learn from each other respect each other but um, there's always an educational value to basically anything that we do mm-hmm. and not just hazing for the sake of hazing and to make somebody mm-hmm. like miserable like like the the stories you've heard in the news just have mm-hmm. somebody drink away like a, a liter of, of Jägermeister in, in 10 seconds is just a way yeah. to test and you know F up somebody's liver so yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah that we don't do that we don't do that but we do we do uh, I suppose you can call it hazing but more like a softer Make, version. A softer mm-hmm. version, making people grow. I think there's a very thin line to walk, or at least seemingly, between hazing and bullying. Mm-hmm. Whereas a good hazing is a very a teachable moment, and mm-hmm. bullying is just uh, people enforcing their power. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so are you guys allowed to speak about the process of um, mm-hmm. entering, or is it like a secret society type of thing? Only mm-hmm. afterwards we'll find out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so without giving me too much, what is... Um, something initiation process that you guys um have new members participate mm-hmm. in well we are very much a uh, music association as well mm-hmm. as a uh, fraternity although in this mm-hmm. uh, comparatively with the n- normal dutch fraternities we are sliding more into the music side mm-hmm. so our hazing is based on that mm-hmm. um if you want to do performances with us you got to note the songs you got to be able to sing them got to be able to play them you not got to be able to perform them mm-hmm. so if you got stage fright that's what we're going to focus on if you are afraid to go up on in uh, in front of an audience that's what okay. we're going to push you towards doing okay mm-hmm. i mean like I mean, that's not so bad, I guess, but I was expecting, I thinking, okay, maybe play a guitar in a market square or something like that. Oh, you know, that's step one. As I say, it's about time to go to our, to our first song. Oh, yes. okay. <laughs> we, yeah, I don't want to go too far, but we do have some music to play in between. But our next song um, actually is uh, what, a song that I might cons- that I would consider at least a classic, um, might be arguable, um, Hollaback Girl by Gwen Stefani. Ooh, baby. I hope y'all enjoy. this <laughs> <laughs> my shit.
So that's why dude, meet me at the bleachers The principals, no student teachers Both of us wanna be the winner But there can only be one So I'm gonna fight, gonna give it my all Gonna make you fall, gonna suck it to you That's right, I'm the last one standing And never one bites the dust You times me Here in the studio with Jair and Jules. They are from the Tuna Musical Organization in Maastricht. And I'm also joined on phone by Megan from Philia. Hi, Megan. Hi. How are you? Hi. Are you there or are the other members there as well? Um, I'm here with Clara. Hi, Clara. Hi. Hi. So basically, um, we were trying to, um, you know, discuss what the fraternities and sororities are earlier on. Um, so basically, I want to find out, okay, when you hear the term sorority or fraternity, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Um, I guess uh, a group of either guys or girls who like to have a lot of fun in student time. And it's mm-hmm. Okay, that's basically what we are saying also. I also want to ask yeah. both of you guys, what was, is there a name? I know Philia is um, the name of their sorority, and you guys are Tuna. What does the name mean, and what is the is there a meaning behind it? So, Megan? Um, well, Philia means brotherhood and friendship, mm-hmm. um, and we thought it sounded really cute, so we went with that. <laughs> Basically, there was like a huge uh, conversation behind the name, but it's pretty simple. Okay, and what about you guys and Tuna? Well, um, the Tuna is basically like the way of the Vagabond or the, the Vagabundo, so like the almost like traveling student um, going from town to town. And um, back in, in like 1500, you'd have no coin. So basically it's still the same thing for students, right? They still were like broke. And then they tried to make uh, a living out of playing and... Um, making music and then uh, getting a meal for that back or a drink or even like a, a sleeping place. So mm-hmm. um, that's basically what the what the term is uh, is for. And you I mean. said you said something about vagabond. Yeah. What is what what does that mean? Well, like I I think well I try <laughs> I guess I I try to explain it like that. But I mean I don't know the exact definition. But I'd say like like more of a. Um, Somewhere between a hooligan and a homeless person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because um, I can actually speak on this because when I, 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 I sing and uh, one of the songs I sung is called The Vagabond. The Vagabond is basically, yeah, basically a homeless person, someone who's basically wandering. Like my mental image I always think of is someone who's like, uh, like illegally riding freight trains mm-hmm. across, you know, <laughs> across the countries. That's what I think of as like a vagabond, the archetype at least. Yeah. Because yeah. the reason why I ask that question, because that's a word that they use in the Caribbean as well. And it usually refers to someone who moves from parties to parties. So if they tell you you're partying like a vagabond, you're just basically oh. going club hopping. Yeah. So that's why I asked. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And also what I wanted to find out is who are the founding members of your association and um, what do you know why they formed this, this association? Uh, you guys can go first. 
Um, yeah, so we had uh, three founding members um, back in the day in 1992. They founded the Tuna, and or at least our Tuna, and it's a daughter Tuna uh, from the Tuna in Oviedo, which is in northern in the northern part of Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I, I think one of them was a family member or was a good friend, and so they uh, they started off here uh, when they were studying here. In and Maastricht? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And so that's how it sort of uh, started to grow uh, up until almost 30 years now. Yeah, that's a really long time to have an association around. Mm-hmm. And Megan, who are the founding members of your sorority? Um, yeah, there's also three founding members, um, myself, mm-hmm. uh, I'm the president, and Clara Vila, she is the secretary of me, and we have a third founding member, Barbara Paolo, and she is the treasurer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we are just founding it this last year, so we're pretty new, and we're also the board of the sorority. Okay, but what, what made you guys decide that, okay, hey, let's get together and form a sorority? Uh, how did we decide to become a sorority? Is that what you asked? Yeah. Um, well, we are an international sorority, which is kind of unique in Maastricht, and we all were kind of looking for something to be a part of here in Maastricht uh, mm-hmm. last year when we first started studying here. There didn't seem like there was something truly international mm-hmm. uh, for us, and the sorority scene in Maastricht is really almost completely Dutch, so we kind of just took that into our own hands, and I don't know, like, silly conversation kind of turned serious, and we decided to do it ourselves, and it was, like, maybe a little bit compromised, but also a lot of fun, and it turned out pretty well. Oh, that's really uh, a really good inspiration, actually. And do we have... Uh uh, we do well. We do have we, we can we can we can continue on a little bit, but it is good to go to another song. Just say now, just I mean, for one thing, it does sound like a lot of work to create such an organization, which does actually work really well for the next song that's planned, um, Nine to Five by Dolly Parton. If you want to hear that right now, we can go to that, or we can continue speaking, whichever y'all prefer. I mean, just for the listeners, I know um, something that is commonly spoken about or frequently spoken about is the hazing. So that's what I'm going to get into after the song. But just to prepare you guys, we're going to see why these why hazing is such a problem within fraternities and sororities, as well as what can we do to eliminate these harsh um, practices in some of the sororities and um, fraternities as well. All right. Yeah. Cool. So, guess now to music. All right. Hope you all enjoyed the song. <laughs> Stumble to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the streets the traffic starts jumping With folks like me on the job from nine to five
And we are back. Welcome back. We are here with Megan and Clara from Philia. Megan, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, we're back with Megan and, and Clara from Philia. And we're back with Jules. Yes. And Jair. From Tuna Maastricht. So, guys, before the song, we were talking, well, we wanted to discuss the term hazing. And I wasn't sure what hazing was until I did some research. And I found out that hazing has, um, and it refers to any activity expected of someone in joining or participating in a group that humiliates, degrades, uh, abuses, or endangers them, regardless of a person's willingness. Because, you know, sometimes we've heard stories where people want to join a fraternity or a sorority so bad that they're willing to do anything to be admitted. Um, what I want to find out from you guys, uh, especially Megan and Clara, do you guys have any hazing rituals that new members need to, you know, participate in? Don't you? Do you believe in hazing, or is it something that, yeah, you guys don't partake in? Um, yeah, well, hazing is a big part of joining the fraternity, and it's mm-hmm. um, I don't know a sorority fraternity that doesn't have it. So yeah, we. Uh, like there's a lot of negative understanding about hazing as well which is totally understandable because there's like a lot of kind of aggressive hazing going on sometimes between like some fraternities and sororities and but there is also like a benefit of hazing and that's that it really builds loyalty between the members of the sorority and and the organization like mm-hmm. they really feel the uh, participants really feel the need to like prove themselves and like going through this kind of thing, this heavy kind of thing, it builds a bond between like the girls or the boys and mm-hmm. like really that they have something to earn and defend. Mm-hmm. That being said, like there is the there is taking it too far sometimes and like we have also had some feedback from some girls who are like would really like to join something like a sorority but they've tried out a hazing and it just is like not worth it to them which I can understand like Mm -hmm. I also wouldn't want to be humiliated just to feel like I belong somewhere but yeah we do uh, like that's definitely part of it but you know we're not trying to it's nothing we wouldn't do ourselves or something but it is there for a reason and we like also appreciate that about it okay and um, for you guys in Tuna you guys already explained earlier on that you do have something of a hazing um, process and it's uh, it's not as harsh as other things. It's something that, okay, if you can play a musical instrument, if you can sing, those type of things. Do you think um, that new members are anticipating a hazing pro- process when it is their joining or are they more nervous? Um, I'm assuming everyone's a little bit nervous because, well, everyone's heard the stories. Mm-hmm. Um I think that the nervousness is mainly created by associations trying to outdo each other. Mm-hmm. So, um, like way, way back, let's talk like first first uh, times associations were formed within student life. It was with people coming together for the main purpose of like, hey, let's have some fun together and to create something lasting. Mm-hmm. Let's go through an ordeal together to form a bond, to form a group. Okay. And not to be outdone, the second group would do the same thing, but do it a little bit worse. So mm-hmm. becoming a member gets you a little bit higher social status. A whole tribalism, one against the other. Our group has walked through fire while our group has burned our hand off. Uh, mm-hmm. So that is more uh, worthwhile. Okay. And what about you guys uh, at Philia? Do you guys, or are you allowed to speak about the initiation process or the um, that new members may have to participate in? Hello? And I think we lost them again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for that. I do apologize. Um, but yeah, basically, you know, as a new member, let's say, for example, I want to join Tuna Maastricht. I can't play an instrument. I can sing, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but I can't play an instrument. Where? What can I expect as a new member joining a tuna? Well, um, first of all, we actually prefer uh, singing above playing. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, if you join, you can sing. We, you're already, you're yeah, already you're, you're already like three <laughs> steps ahead. Well. So yeah, <laughs> but um, so what you could expect, like we have our rehearsals, for example, at uh, Tuesday night at the uh, Kipasa Cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what you could expect 
basically is just like a, a warm welcome first and getting to know um, us, getting to know a little bit of the vibe and the, the rhythm of it, uh, literally and figur- figuratively. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are certain steps, I like I talked about the hierarchy uh, that we follow. And when you just come to have a look, and then you, you basically, you don't have any rights, so to speak, but you also don't have any duties or obligations. Mm-hmm. And so you're just there to, to soak it in. And then, um, after which, um, if you want to stay and if you want to uh, play with us and sing with us, then you know um, either you try to get an instrument yourself, which can be anything from a guitar to percussion, percussion or whatever, mm-hmm. or try to sing, uh, try to learn the songs. And then if we notice that hey, this guy is really uh, has put- potential, yes, but well, yeah, it's potential, but in a very broad uh, mm-hmm. term, um, then um, then we have our so-called baptisms. Okay. And then that is the first big step into the tuna, where you get baptized and um, you you get a name, you get a, a mote as we call it, like a nickname, mm-hmm. and um, uh, and we we officially sort of welcome you in the tuna. And then after that, uh, in the following mostly years, the, there are s- several uh, more. There can be several more baptisms in order to, for you to progress even mm-hmm. further up until you get to the rank uh, of, of a Tuno, so to speak, which is like a fully fledged member um, with a, yeah. Okay, so basically you're telling me if I join and I get baptized, mm-hmm. I will everything's gonna be all right? It uh, depends on what you mean by everything is going to be all right. <laughs> I mean, if I'm, if I'm uh, baptized and I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do, then it should be all right. Yeah, well, I mean, there, there's, again, there's a broad uh, broad sense of what you should, should uh, supposed to be doing, but we expect, especially just um, that that you are um, honestly de- dedicated to us. Mm-hmm. And um, in return, you, you also get something back, you know, for learning to play, learning to sing, uh, making friends, having fun, which is, of course, why people want to join in the first place. They see us play, they hear us, and they're like, man, this is cool. Or I hope they think that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, our end goal is to have a functioning music, music group either yeah. by singing or playing or performing. Mm-hmm. A self-sustaining one. Exactly. Yeah. So your work up to getting your, uh, well, your tuna ship, mm-hmm. tuna ship, really is, is getting there. So um, if you just join, we're not expecting you to be very good, uh, but we are expecting you to show a little effort. And slowly that grows into we respect you mo- enough to lead a performance. Okay. Um, speaking of performance, we have another song that's coming up, which is Be All Right by Dean Lewis. I look up from the ground to see your sad and teary eyes. You look away from me and I see there's something you're trying to hide. And I reach for your hand, but it's cold. You pull away again and I wonder... What's on your mind? And then you say to me, you made a dumb mistake You start to tremble and your voice begins to break You say the cigarettes on the counter weren't your friends, they were my mates And I feel the colour draining from my face And my friend said, I know you love her but it's over me It doesn't matter, put the phone away It's never at all the messages you'd sent and I know it wasn't right but it was fucking with my head and everything deleted like the past year was gone and when I touched your face I could tell you're moving on but it's not the fact that you kissed him yesterday it's the feeling of betrayal that I just can't seem to shake and everything I know tells me that I should walk away but I just wanna stay And my friend said I know you love her but it's over me It doesn't matter, put the phone away It's never easy to walk away Let her go It'll be okay It's gonna hurt for a bit of time So bottoms up, let's forget tonight You'll find another and you'll be just fine Let her go Like time 
Megan, are you there? No. Let's Aww. try connecting her again. Um, yeah, so we were talking before the break um, what we can expect as a new member of the Tuna Association. Um, also, what I wanted to find out, what makes the Tuna Association different from other organizations? Um, so if you look at this city in particular, then we have uh, like larger fraternities or, or larger associations like for example coco or circumflex or mm-hmm. tragos right yeah. so um and i believe they they are not bonded by like a specific uh well activity activity uh, mm-hmm. besides drinking maybe but um such shame well, I'm a, but yeah, i think which but fraternity authority doesn't drink no. <laughs> <laughs> no or not drinking but anyway and then um there is a clear difference between us and them that for example with us like uh, Jules already said um we're more focused around um playing music and um and living that life of or, or uh, honoring the the life of the the old Troubadour or the old vagabundo from uh, 500 years ago in Spain, um, and um, I think that well, people that see us for the first time or students specifically that see us for the first time, they don't really know how our uh, structure works, mm-hmm. um, so they can't know what the difference between that is. But there's a, there's a clear distinction. Like okay, they they have the funny suits. They might think. Uh, from back in the day because we also wear the suits and they play the music but it's mostly like when people see us playing in the streets they 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 get sort of um moved and swayed by the mm-hmm. by the music and and uh, we had people just on like on a Saturday afternoon when everybody's shopping like half of the people shopping were just stopped shopping and then just followed us mm-hmm. to wherever mm-hmm. we were going and so we we it, it, people tend to sort of gravitate hopefully to to our uh, well i mean that's my experience I mean, music music yeah. does bond people yeah, exactly so well. and that's that's the same uh, thing uh, like you said there uh like music is bonding and i think that sort of makes our uh, group a little bit more special because mm-hmm. it's clear what it does and everybody internationally is moved by music in yeah, a way correct and if you have a regular so to speak uh, uh organization or fraternity it's not uh, um immediately clear if you're going to fit in or if you're going to make friends or if you you know yeah. find what you're looking for basically mm-hmm. that's that that's a serious thing because i mean uh if you join a fraternity or sorority you go with the intention of creating a bond with someone or a group of people and if you don't have anything that can connect you to them yeah exactly. then it's going to be mm-hmm. a bit uncomfortable yeah i suppose so i mean it's a whole thing with the, the point is that um you have people that are coming from high school right so basically the basically they're still children mm-hmm. and they're and they're going into the the wild wild west of their life in between being a child and being an adult mm-hmm. and so all bets are off like there are no more rules you you're you're going on a on a different city you make the rules you make the rules and no more parents around so basically um you can do whatever you want uh, whatever you want and you feel as strong as ever but the the point is also that you're probably in your most vulnerable state Mm-hmm. in in life in general and a fraternity can um like be that that, that pillow that, that cushion yeah. right but it can also people that are very vulnerable i think can also be very are also mendable mm-hmm. in that um they, they can be like fragile almost and 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 that sense a, a tough hazing i think can be a little bit mind warping for some people yeah. and and that that their view on on life can be altered that way so i don't think that's a good thing okay and megan and clara from philia are you guys there 
Yes. Okay, we are connected like good Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was asking before you guys uh, got disconnected, um, do you guys have an initiation process that you can speak about or is it something that's secretive? Yeah, well, like we already spoke about, we have the hazing in place, but yeah, it's not something that we um, usually speak about. Okay, I can, I can respect that. And as yeah, a new, well, not for me, but for new members who are listening, potential members, uh, what can someone expect as a new member from as a um, at a filia sorority? Um. Well, do you mean like in our regular yeah uh, week? Well, we have every week like a filia evening on Wednesdays. I think that's pretty typical for most sororities, actually. But mm-hmm. um we're kind of unique in that in, that we are so international and we kind of like to focus on that like we want to acknowledge that part of all of our girls and give them all a chance to showcase that every week mm-hmm. kind of doing like intercultural dinners and different theme parties and things like that as well as sometimes meeting up with other sororities or fraternities okay um but we're yeah I mean, every week is looking different. We have some different events planned for throughout the year. Mm-hmm. But I think most of the thing that we like to focus on is, um, yeah, inter- uh, intercultural inclusivity as well as um, sporting. Where this is one of our main values of sporting and um, being an active citizen of where we are living as well as the world around us. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, what makes Philia different from other sororities is that it's really international. Yeah, yeah, and that we're also not uh, completely about parties. Of course, like we love partying. Like who doesn't? We're mm-hmm. students as well. But um, <laughs> you know, we want to make something bigger with the platform that we have. And like, for example, we're planning a cocktail workshop right now with students for money and using the money for that to go to different children's charities and you know like we want to have fun but we want to do some good stuff as well that's that's really cool and uh yeah well i know you guys personally because we are all in the same class (laughs) and i must say that's very uh inspirational and very i'm very proud of you girls i must say (laughs) um also no problem (laughs) <laughs> I'm also proud of Tuna guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you. you need that. Good save. Good save. <laughs> um so I'm gonna we're gonna go to our next song which is So What by Pink. And our tech guy is uh right on time.
And we are back, back, back again. And I am joined in the studio with the guys from Tuna who are... Jair and, and Jules. Okay, thanks guys for joining us. And thanks I'm for having us. No problem. And I'm also in the studio by spirit, but over the telephone with Megan and Clara from Philia. Hey guys. Hi. Okay, so... Hi. So, um, basically, you know, we were discussing about the sororities and fraternities, and I'm sure we have listeners who may be interested in joining. So, I'm going to ask the girls first, where can our listeners find you? On which social media platforms? And could you spell it out for them so they can find you very easily? Yeah, um, well, I guess the best place you can find us is the, uh, on Instagram, and mm-hmm. we're so P A. I-L-I-A Maastricht. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, you can find us on the Student Associations page on the Maastricht University website under International Organi- uh, Student Association. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you go to our Instagram, you can find our website easier, and we, our website is also linked in the university website. So that's probably okay. the best way to find Thanks a lot. And you guys from Tuna, how can our listeners reach you out to you guys? Um, well, we are able. To, you're able to find us uh, well, a lot of places on the internet. Mm-hmm. We got our Facebook, your Grams, your uh, WhatsAppings. Mm-hmm. Um, just find Tuna de Maastricht, T U N A Maastricht, and if you Google that, uh, we'll, we'll pop right up. But mm-hmm. uh, of course, the best place to find us is on uh, the rehearsals on Tuesday, mm-hmm. which start at seven and go on uh, too late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at uh, Bar Que Passa, the Café Que Passa. Café Que Passa. Yeah. Okay. We'll, have, we'll have to add there that um, there's also a, a, a female group, mm-hmm. Tuna Femas, uh, which you can also find on Instagram. Uh, they start the rehearsal on 7 in Que Passa, and the guys start afterwards at 9. Yeah, but they were way, way more fun, so... But, I mean, stick around for the good part, right? <laughs> okay, so Tuna, uh, what though the female um, counterpart to you is the name of what? What are the names? So we are the Tuna de Maastricht, mm-hmm. and they are the Tuno Fe Maas, double A. Oh, okay. It's very uh, complicated. <laughs> <laughs> and Megan, do you guys have a brother for t- um, counterpart, or you guys are the only children right now? Megan? I do believe the call dropped. And I <laughs> do apologize again. That darn oh. T-Mobile internet. Oh, hi. Oh, oh no, here. you're here. You're here. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, we're, we're just Julia. We work together sometimes with associations that are ourselves in that Sorry, I didn't hear that properly. Uh, oh, I said that we only have a male counterpart. We just by ourselves. We sometimes work with other Okay, okay, okay. But we are Okay. Well, I would like to thank you guys on behalf of Student Maastricht Student Radio Maastricht and myself for joining us today yeah, thank thanks you. for having us and you know it was really a nice conversation as well as you girls I really appreciate it as well um, but before yeah, we go sorry oh, I said yeah of course <laughs> uh, but before we go we have our last song yes our last song which is called uh because there's a different thing on the clock than what's on the playlist, but it's called what's on the on the playlist is "Danzen an der Gracht" by Dope Boy and Lil Kleine. That name always finds it. I always find his name very interesting because his name is just little small. Um, <laughs> I hope y'all enjoy the song nonetheless. <laughs> hope y'all. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you RTP for letting us use your studio, and yeah, thank you listeners for listening. And um, yeah, and thank you guests for joining. Exactly. Yeah. All right. See you next time. Thank you. Thanks for Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Ik vlieg je over naar Amsterdam Zorg dat je morgen hier naast me staat Doorgaan en flex tot de laatste nacht Ze wil met me dansen aan de grap Ik vlieg de over naar Amsterdam Zorg dat ze morgen hier naast me staat Doorgaan en flex tot de laatste nacht Ze wil met me dansen aan de grap Vlieg erover, want ik wil daarnaast me Laat geboekt, dus en neem de laatste Lage Uber, en snap de grachten Duizend koffers, is iets van plaaien Voel je special, dus niet vaak als ik dat doe Loop met haar, zie jou opeens in de stad nu Neem die bon, ik heb buiten mijn zak nu Buiten mijn zak nu Okura, voor drankie, zakaya Vlieg je in het dressje of aya Je kent me, ik ben fully in designer 
En we matchen dus ik hou er aan de zijkant Ik zie je over naar Amsterdam Zorg dat je morgen hier naast me staat Doorgaan en flex tot de laatste nacht Te lul met me dansen aan de grap Ik, ik vlieg erover naar Amsterdam Zorg dat je morgen hier naast me staat Doorgaan en flex tot de laatste nacht Te lul met me dansen aan de grap Ik zeg je schatje maak je klaar pak je koffer in Of beter laat het maar Ik vlieg je over naar mijn stad en schat ik haal het daar Echt waar je moet me zeggen wat je hebben wil Al die mannen hebben niks nee al die mannen zeggen veel Ik kan laat je zien schatje kijk hoe ik je inpak Ik haal een jurk voor je en dan kom ik inpak Ik heb je tent going up op een dinsdag Kijk hoe ik lach steeds weer als ik winst pak Ik trek een bom voor je weer wat een inslag En ik pak die money rechts als het niet meer links lag Het wordt gezellig als mama die je vriendin mag Schat ik boek een jet voor je ik wil dat je inslag Ik je over naar Amsterdam Zorg dat je morgen hier naast me staat Doorgaan en flex tot de laatste naam te lul met me dansen aan de grap Ik, ik vlieg erover naar Amsterdam Zorg dat ze morgen hier naast me staat Door, Doorgaan en flex tot de laatste nacht Ze wil met me dansen aan de grap Say you do, cause it's hard enough, you got 